Hey talkers, welcome to Keep Talking Podcast. Keep Talking is the best platform for you to reach an advanced level of English by practicing every day and also connect with a global community. This podcast is a mix of our Instagram lives and IGTV videos, along with other recorded content. Sometimes we just give tips on how to improve your English, and other times we talk about a wide variety of topics, sometimes with special guests. Most of the episodes are in English, some are a mix of English and Spanish, and in a few we only speak Spanish. I hope you enjoy, and remember to follow us on Instagram at keeptalkingco, or check out our website, keeptalking.co, to join our community and learn more about how we can help you. Okay. Okay. So, well, again, welcome to our podcast, Juliana. Um, I've been wanting to interview you for about two months now. And, uh, well, to be honest, ever since I tried your food, I... I thought this place has a deep soul. This place it has like a deep root or deep roots that I would like to discover. So I've been wanting to have this conversation for a long time. So great to have you for our podcast. Well, thank you so much for that introduction. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. And yeah, um, Ina is made with so much love. Like everything is made with, I like to say with deep, deep love. So thank you for that. <laughs> okay. And how about we start with that? How about you describe or you tell our listeners what is Ina? How does it come about? Um, what's the story behind it? What's the story behind it? And of course, how is it interlinked with your story? Okay. So Ina, Ina, um, is way more than a restaurant. Um, we are, um, we're like very uh, into um, creating a space where people feel like a connection with something else. Like we like deep, like something with the roots. Like Ina means mother in an indigenous language. So um, for us, like going into the, like the deepest, um, meaning of what what the food is for you like food the food is your medicine so that's how we see it um and for me that started off like several years ago i'm actually a nurse from the united states um i was born and raised in medellin but i moved to the united states uh when i was 17 and for me um being a nurse helped me to see uh, how disconnected we are for, from or the way um, from everything pretty much, <laughs> uh, especially food, because we, we think that a pill is going to help us heal, like, but I don't think so. And for me, the food, like everything that we do, in our, like it's the small actions, like the everyday um, actions that you do uh, start like from eating, like for your breakfast um, and stuff like that even your thoughts your emotions everything is connected so um that's how i did um so ina yeah it's like a lot um i started ina back in march of 2000 to 2020 yeah so that right when the pandemic started like my opening day was one day one week before the pandemic uh started here in colombia no. So, mm -hmm. yeah, it's been 
That is really crazy. Yeah, it was very, very challenging. And but I really have, uh, I don't know, I did it, but I I did it. So I'm still open. So that takes it all. Um, And part of the the, I was fortunate enough to be able to stay open for business because of um, English. Like I went back to the United States to work as a nurse uh, for a few months while um, Ina was closed um, and we were reopened a few months after. Yeah. <laughs> that is fascinating. That story is fascinating. You open a restaurant, you have a p- pandemic hit a week, just just a week after you open, and then you have, because of English and because of your training, you can go back to the States and keep afloat, and that way you don't have to lose your investment in the business. That is amazing. Okay. Yeah, so it was. It's been and it's been very challenging, like, but uh, it's worth it because people love it. Like when people come, people come back, and that takes it all. When you have customers returning and saying your food is amazing, it's it's like everything. That's that's everything for us. So yeah. Okay, so let's dive a little bit deeper into your beginnings yeah. with food. Right, so you got your training as a nurse. You're telling me that, um, in a way, you found out or you started like realizing that we're so disconnected from food. So, how did you start connecting to food? What was that process for you? Well, so that was like I would say I started like back in 2015. Uh, it's been a few years now, like, yeah, six years. Um, I moved to, I used to live in Boston, Massachusetts, and I moved on my own. Uh, I moved to Orlando and to a place where I have no family or friends. And uh, I really want to change in my life back then. So for me, that was moving to Florida. <laughs> and I found a job, like a hospital, working as a nurse. So yeah, I, I don't know, there I wanted to start like different i felt like i wanted to start like stop eating meat somehow because i didn't i don't know um i just saw like for from the health health point of view like it's i just saw like for me it was it was a click it just happened and then i started like doing yoga and every day I start going to yoga every day at Orlando because I had nothing else to do besides going to work <laughs> because I had no friends or family. So that was like my way of like, okay, let's do something. So I had a yoga studio nearby home. So uh, that helped me connect, like helped me to realize to start having like, okay, uh, makes sense. And it, I felt better. Like um, I always have like weak nails and my nails like work becoming like stronger like my hair was get, getting like brighter like it was like I felt like I felt healthier I felt lighter like and um and it, it got yeah it, it all like, kind of started coming together to me like with yoga meditation I started meditating a little bit like I mean I only like a few a few minutes a day and 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 I started like that's like when I start like that road into like okay let's be more mindful and and about everything you do and at one point that's when I start like I stopped um, my working as a nurse because I no longer felt like 
uh, working at a hospital was what I wanted to do because for me that um, it's not it's not enough. There is more for like for me, uh, it's more about um, yeah, food. It's more about um, the medicine that you that you eat every day. So for me, that's like what was my connection. Um, and, and so yeah, I think that was like it was like it wasn't just like oh one day I'll change. It's just like in since 2015, it's been like a long road like towards like being more conscious about what we eat. All right. So would you say that being in the hospital did not feel coherent for you because you in a way you found a way to prevent illness by noticing that your body was feeling more healthy your hair all that you said um so was that was that something that in a way caused you to quit that lack of coherence yeah for me it was yeah totally it was like it didn't make sense to me anymore honestly for me um it's it doesn't yeah like hospital for me that not good enough when it comes to like really healing people um and that's what i'm more into like i love being helping people and that part of nursing that's something that i kind of miss right now but i know i'm trying i'm helping people in a different kind of way it's not like one-to-one -one, like uh nursing like nurse um, job but it's more like about public health what i'm doing here and i love it um but yeah for me it's when uh, for me it didn't make sense anymore and 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 I couldn't live that way anymore because I was it was affecting my health. Like I was like after I worked um, as a nurse for seven years, and it came to a point that I was like, okay, I need to do something else. I had no idea what I was going to do, so I quit my job and I and I said like, I need a break and I moved back to Colombia. I didn't know it was it was gonna be for a few months. It was gonna come back right away, and I, I had no idea what I was going to do. Like I have like had no clue. But I was like, I need a change and. I moved, I came here in July of 2018 and I took a few months off. I was traveling like around Colombia. And then in November, November, 2018 is when Ina um, started becoming like a reality. Like I was like, okay, let's, let's, let's make a vegan restaurant. Like what other way to create culture and, and, and conscious that, um, more than a vegan restaurant, it's a plant-based restaurant. It's more about um, like be creating food that is um, is delicious and is creative, and it's, it goes beyond of oh, it's a vegan restaurant. No, it's like something that connects you to. It makes you think about oh, what else is that I I don't know about because there is a lot of like flavors and spices and and a lot of um, like smells like everything about this kind of um of food that about plant-based food that is like so amazing that we need to really explore and look into it because it makes a lot of things for us and for the world right now yeah um i find it fascinating you know i remember i remember i was um with my girlfriend just um going through I think our Instagram or something, and we saw the promotion that you had or the kind of the alliance that you had with Hatsu for that night 
um, with a special menu, and then he had your offer for um, shredded shredded plantain, right? Shredded meat like plantain, and uh, it just caught our, caught our attention. I think we we had been talking about that. We have been talking about a recipe with plantain peels, right? Which which is the actual thing that you cooked and and then we just wanted to try it and then you know we were like three blocks away and then that's when we met your fantastic cuisine so um now our audience it's also cool you know that our audience is mostly people who are at, at an intermediate level of english and they're getting to an advanced they're working towards an advanced level of english b because they want to immigrate many of them want to just have an experience outside of the country or because they want to work for multinational companies or they want to graduate from university or just because they want to be global global citizens right um experience the the magic of interacting with a global community so this is my next question um how has it been for you in what ways has english enriched your experience of having this type of restaurant? Oh, I think, wow, it's been a huge part. Like, yeah, I think I could have, I could have done it without English. Um, uh, yeah, it's like when you, when you go, like you travel outside of what you know, like for me it was, Medellin was my home, right? And then uh, I travel and I was away from home for so many years. Like you absorb uh, a lot of um, different um, ideas, different like there is a there is a lot to learn. Like this, you're never gonna learn. You you're never gonna know know it all, of course. But with English, it gives you like that chance to go beyond your your comfort zone. For me that was for me that was like go go beyond your comfort zone totally for me like i was like i had no like when i moved to the united states i had no idea about english like i i learned english in boston so it was yeah of course it's hard it's hard but it's like so worth it because it's like it makes you it helps you um, make friends connections you can read books um you can like yeah it's 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 very essential if you want to really uh, be like a global citizen. It's more like about like for me, like having this restaurant that like, where a lot of customers are um, are visitors or even like they foreign people that live here. Is for me is essential because it's like one way that like it helped me like connect with with people from all over the world. Okay, amazing and. Would you say that it has also helped you with the research for your menu and with the research for the transformation and the coherence that you have today in your plant-based restaurant? Oh, yeah. Like, I'll say 90% of my um, cooking books are in English. So definitely, because, um, right. I mean, the United States has, like, cultures from all over the world. So... Uh, you can't deny that part, like when you can, like you get, like can get a bunch of knowledge uh, in English, like versus like in Spanish or any other language, it could be like more, like you can still get, it, of course, but it, I think it's easier to just to go on, online and find 
um, stuff in English, like related to to plant-based eating or eating, like books. There's tons of books in English that about plant-based eating. So yeah, um, it is it is definitely it was it made it made it way easier than if I only spoke English. Spanish. <laughs> that's uh, that's what we keep telling our students, right? This is something very important in our methodology is um, first to think about your identity. If if you think of yourself as only Colombian and only Latino, and then the information that you are um, in a way incorporating or that you're using or that you're searching for you only care about the information that Colombians have created or Latinos have created, then you're missing like 70% of the information today in the internet, right? So a wake-up call or something like an invitation that we always do to our students is, guys, you know, conceive yourselves, think of yourselves as like habitants, inhabitants of earth, right? These, these Colombian thing, it's only imaginary. It's only a political thing. We are humans, right? And through language, through these codes, we can connect to the brain of other humans who happen to live in a different region of the world. But through this beautiful common language, this common tool, which has developed, which is English, right? Uh, then we can access all these magical information not only recipes, but also like science, the deep science of why we shouldn't be drinking cow's milk or eating all that pork and all these things that I'm sure that you've done your research on. Um, so I wanna move on to my next point, my next question here, Juliana. Um, so how do you get inspired? I saw colors and, you know, of course, smells, aromas, everything. What, what's your inspiration and how do you keep getting creative? How do you keep inspired? Hmm. Honestly, it's more about, for me, it's about helping the world. It's about um, trying to do my best <laughs> and coming like for me the inspiration comes from love it's just all about um let's 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 try let's try to be like different because and, and inspiring at the same time and and it's is yeah every day for me it's about trying to do my best even though like i be i have like really challenging days i believe me it's not easy at all and and for me, I have days that I go home and cry, and it's, it's okay. The next day I wake up, okay, let's try again, and 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 that's life, and that's for life. And for me, it's it's been about keeping like my focus and and giving my best, and and like it comes out from love and from from I want to be like more than seen as a business. It's more about like creating community. It's about community. It's about like let's try this to help make this world a better place and for me Ina that's what it is it's, it's about this little space that for me is um is a place where a lot of people connect believe me when people come here like a lot of customers like you say they come here and they become friends and then they love Ina it's just like oh 
um yeah they exchange uh, phones and then they this comes like a uh, meetup point and it's just it's just amazing with just the energy about what when you focus your like you say your mind like okay i want to do something good for the world and and even though it's not easy because it's like a here is like more about going against the system what we do in here it's more about going it, but in a, in a beautiful way it's not about all oh, it's just come from love like common sense for me and so that inspires me oh, like that's that's all for me it's just uh you don't have to be rude you don't have to be just this is like a revolution of love kind of type for me it's that's my inspiration all right all right it's <laughs> it sounds like a big inspiration <laughs> it, yeah we I, I relate we here i keep talking um definitely relate to that because we also are we're passionate we are in love with humans we're in love with with languages right with culture and this is why these podcasts right here um the point of this podcast is to show other Colombians and other Hispanic speakers or Spanish speakers um, that it is possible, right? That you learn English when you were 17 years old and look at the level of English that you had. Yes, well, you lived in the United States, but regardless, I've known many people who, who lived in the United States for many, many years and they don't develop their English as good as you did. So you are a referent, right? I chose you. I wanted you to be in this podcast because uh, my goal is to show listeners reference, people who use English not only very well, but also to contribute to something beautiful in the world. Oh, yeah. And yeah, and that's um, one thing I want to say. It's like it's really important to not to not forget where you come from. Like because I'm really proud where I come from. Like I thought this is like one of the reasons I'm back here in Colombia, and I love it. But in order for you like to grow, is like um, yeah, learning from other cultures is is essential. It's highly important. Like to really go out there and really. Um... Hello, yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, we good? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah. So yeah, for me, English is the one that like is 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 about yeah, if you want to contribute contribute to the world, don't be afraid and don't be shy. And just if you don't know how to spell something or how to say, just try your best. And one way or the other, you're gonna get there. And and for me it was about because I'm I'm kinda like I'm an introvert. I'm not an extrovert at all. So for me it wasn't easy at all to to learn English, what is we just, um, yeah, in, but I did it. So anything is possible if you set your mind to it. So yeah, it's, 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 I mean, for me, like coming back to my roots, like I went, like I could have, I could have done Ina if I didn't have the knowledge that I got from, from English, from living in a different culture. Like I could never have done it. So I'm very thankful for that, but I'm also really grateful that I'm I'm Colombian and and I was but more than just Colombian, it's more about like it, it opened my mind um into another level that I'm Colombian, but I'm so a citizen of citizen of the world. Like I'm also can can contribute not only to Colombia but to the world. Yeah, yeah, and you are. Every time you have a foreign visitor in your place, uh, they are they are getting inspired, 
and you never know one of these person one of these people might just end up opening their own restaurants this their their small um you know corner place at their city in you know stockholm or you know czech republic or you know whatever they go berlin because they they just fall in love with the idea of respecting and doing it for the love and just just innovation right just beautiful innovation that you have in your menu uh my next question for you juliana is and this is getting very inspired thank you so much for you know how much passion you put into this conversation because i know people are really going to be enjoying uh because you know you know that when you're in a conversation you can sense the energy so you know that they, they, i'm sure they can imagine your smile as you're talking about this so um do you enjoy interacting with the international community who visit your restaurant or do you prefer to go unnoticed un, unnoticed oh i love i love uh, talking with the, the foreign people that come in because it's more like it's also a way of showing um showing colombia like it's just like, i'm colombian so i can speak from uh from from being born and raised here so i love like talking about colombia and i and also love talking about like the things i know so it's wonderful to to really like show people that that um there's people like like me or and it's not it's not about me it's, there's like a like that i'm able to like to transmit or i don't know like to show people like there is um this this place here in in medellin that that has like this amazing food this um great energy and they also can feel at home and it, it happens honestly this reminds me that i have a few customers that like very loyal customers that are from the united states and they come like almost every day here to, um, to have lunch. And when they come in, sometimes they kind of like leave out the door and they forget to pay. And they're like, oh my God, I forgot to pay. And then they're like, oh my God, I feel, I feel like home. So I forget I have to pay. And, and it's more like that one person that like, <laughs> told me that. And I love it. They're like, oh yeah, it's just because of that. Because I sat, sometimes I even sat, we sat at the same table and it's like we have a conversation because this is also people that come here that maybe they come here. Most of the people, um, the customers that come here, they're alone. So it's really nice to sometimes like chat with someone that in the same language where they don't have to struggle like to translate something, go to Google Translate, and here it's just like, okay, let's talk, I don't know, and they love that. Um, when we met last time in Medellin, I told you about this idea that I'm developing to have um, like a keep talking passport or a keep talking like alliances where I want our students to be able to have an experience every time to, they go to these different venues around the city. And of course, I would love for Ina to be one of these places where they can come in and they know that if you're there, then they can have a conversation in English where they can learn more about your your menu and, and ingredients and all of this. So looking forward to that. And I'm glad that you're you know, because you, you said before that you used to be an introvert, but now it sounds like you're an extrovert and you you know, you're very open to uh, telling people about your story. 
Well, no, I'm still an introvert, but I'm just really passionate about what I do. That's, that's what it's like. So I love when you ask me this question, I'm like, oh, I love talking about it. And it's more about showing the world that it's possible to love what you do. It's like that really, for more challenges that it is, like, even though if you have to, oh, it's very hard to learn English, so it's very hard, like, to start your own business. Yeah, it is hard. It's like, but it is possible and, and you just have to work hard and, and keep your mind focused on like what are you doing and and yeah, it's still and it's amazing and it's it's, it's still gonna be hard, but it's still it, it is it is so amazing once you once you become your dreams a reality. It's just um it's just amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the human power human creative power now the other question i have is do you feel any limitations when describing describing the ingredients or cooking methods and i'm asking you this is because i mean your level of english is superb of course they already advanced you work in english in the states but i know that english is or language is contextual right fluency it depends fluency depends on the context that you are used to right so of course if you are in a hospital you're pretty fluent uh, but then you are in a new playing field have you found it hard that maybe new vocabulary to explain cooking methods or um ingredients and all of this um not really because uh, this um or or food is so creative that uh, even, even if you say it in English and Spanish, people are gonna be like, what? And so uh, it's, it's funny because like when we, when we, I tell people that, oh yeah, we cook banana peel, they're like, what? And then, so I'm like, yeah, just try it. And I'm like, you don't, don't think about it, just try it. And then, so it, it's, it's more like, um, creating that curiosity to people that, yeah, there is a lot of stuff, but we don't know about food. <laughs> and so, so um, it's more about, for me, like maybe for, for the more, like for, we have a breakfast, we have breakfast now here at Ina. So we have one of them that is like very traditional, um, a plate that has like the rice and beans, like calentado and arepa. So, um, Maybe like when you describe arepa, for me it might be a little like difficult, but but they just they just try and they like it. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So pretty pretty much um, when it comes to ingredients and cooking processes, you haven't had any limitations, and if you do, you just take it easy on yourself and try to find the the words that you know in order to explain them what it is that you're doing yeah you don't have to be shy. like if you if you don't get a world you don't get a slack world you just yeah just um try to say what you can and then they'll i don't know just they'll just um they'll get it somehow because it's it's amazing that if you really know what you're doing you don't have to be shy about it so that's that's what it, that's whole, how I am because I know what we have is great and made with love and it's great energy to it and I know they're gonna like it so um, and and yeah it's just about not being shy about it and just 
I I try to if if I don't find the exact word uh, to it, it just try to find a similar word and I'll try to relate to something um, that is similar to it. And yeah, and that's it. Nice. Well, this is a very important message for our listeners is because we understand the learning process as a never ending, right? So there is no graduation point. There is no finish line because, uh, well, I mean, just think of your own example. You've been speaking a language for what? 15 years, 20 years. And um, I've been doing the same, right? And I, I'm, I still learn new words and I'm still trying to incorporate new words on a ongoing basis, right? So every time I listen to an audiobook, every time I watch a series, whatever, I pay attention to new vocabulary, new expressions that perhaps are coming up new or that I've never in a way try and use before. So um, great. Uh, you know, I appreciate this message because you know listeners, you guys who are there, please stop thinking that you're gonna have a graduation with English, right? There's an ongoing process. And Holly, would you like to share a little bit more about this? I mean, how is your process for to keep on um, ever expanding and improving your your English? Yeah, uh, you always gonna learn something, always. And it's you have to come from that. We never gonna know it all. Like them, like even they, like there is highly like um, this like the high English language like would be like scientific words like that's like so difficult. And also like when I I like to read in English a lot. Um, just because I'm back in Colombia and I, I don't want to lose my English um, knowledge. So in every, like when I read that, it's like more than like at least twice um, every twice uh, a week when I'm reading, like I have to read every day. So I have to look up a word. So, and it's totally fine. And it's not, there's nothing wrong about it, about looking at it. It's also make you like learn more if you, if you're like, oh no, I just don't know enough. It's not like, it's okay. Like we never gonna know it all. So it's just like, um, keep learning and, and just um, have that mindset that if we're always gonna be students. So, yeah. Does that, does that happen to you also in the kitchen? Oh yeah, you, yeah. In a way, do you bring that same philosophy? Yeah. Absolutely, yes, because there is always more to it. There's always more to learn. There's always, um, I mean, this world is so, I mean, all the plants, all the, everything is is so amazing. Like when you when you think about, oh, wow, we're gonna create next. So um, what about this? Have you tried this before? Have you tried like, I don't know, um, cardamomo before? Like. And which is a, like very Colombian uh, spice, but it's also very like getting very popular in the United States. So, um, so yeah, it happens a lot when we try to find different um, um, spices or or fruits or even grains. Uh, we try to look different uh, kinds of uh, beans. Uh, so yeah, we're always gonna learn something. Always. Cool. 
Holy, it's been great having you. Thank you so much for wanting to share your message and uh, your story. Now, the last thing I would um, I would like to ask you is what book or what maybe documentary or what content would you recommend people who are looking into plant-based diets? Um, well, I have a few. <laughs> Um, the one that is like mind blowing that helped me connect a lot of my medical or nursing background with food, with plant-based eating was the China study by Dr. Campbell. Um, yeah, it is amazing. It is wow. It's, um, that was one. And there is also a new, a newer book, uh, called, uh, Fiber Fuel. Uh, I forgot. It's also uh, written by a doctor, which, um, is is a new new york uh new york Times bestseller so if i forgot the name of the author but it's uh, fiber fuel and yeah those are great great um books to read to start off like into like learning more about this kind of diet and any document any documentary that you have in mind um what the hell i think that one that helped me a lot that's that that's netflix that what the hell it is also <coughs> really good because um it shows a lot of connection with like you help and what you eat so yeah and also oh i forgot the name of the other one but yeah what the hell it's, it's good okay okay well um what can people expect when they go to your restaurant um what's what's new in the menu what's do you have any anything going on special this month so uh we have we launched a new appetizer for happy hours um it is uh in, in empanadas but instead of like the regular um corn flour like the colombian uh, empanada uh we were making it with um plantain like so it's plantain and it's um filled with uh, beans and guacamole. So it's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. So that, that's wow. like it's so you, right you have now. a happy hour going on? Yeah. So we have happy hours. Uh, so we also do doing uh, working with some um, liquors like they're made by indigenous people with coca leaves. Um, so we, uh. we're doing a cocktail with um with aguardiente made by the NASA the the in el Cauca. Um so yeah we're doing a, a cocktail that that is the one that's on a special from four to seven from Monday to Friday. Four to seven Monday through Friday. Mm-hmm. Yes. Amazing. All right let's make sure we put that on what once we post the the podcast so everyone can know and they can go try your your fantastic recipe for empanadas that sounds magnificent and aguatiente from nasa's whoa just blew my mind here i gotta go again to your restaurant i'll be there i think friday great i'll be here happy to see you huh? yeah well, it would be lovely to see you Huli. well thank you so much again um this will be it. All right. Thank you. Bye, Holy.
Take care then. Okay. Ciao. Gracias. That Thanks for listening, talkers. Remember that Keep Talking is the best platform for you to reach an advanced level of English fluency and connect with a global community. Remember to follow us on Instagram at keeptalkingco and check out our website,